thank you for your word that is coming to us out of the bowels of your mercy make the freshness of your word available to us tonight empower my flesh empower my spirit to declare the unadulterated word you prepared for us tonight let the ears of my hearers be open and let the heart of my hearers be fertile to receive your word in Jesus precious name we have prayed and everyone shall shout a big amen, amen. and give God a good clap please take your seat wherever you are praise God praise God so I'm preaching on the subject the ultimate value of integrity the ultimate value are you clapping or the, the ultimate value of integrity? You cannot attain excellence without integrity. So, in actual fact, I'm showing you the path to excellence. Amen. Tell somebody the ultimate value of integrity. Integrity means, can it come down a bit for me? Integrity means a quality of being honest. A quality of being honest and having a strong moral value. A quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. A quality of being honest. And this message is needed in our generation because gradually we are losing men and women of integrity and women and men of worth. Men and women who are worth the assault. It's becoming as though it's expected for everyone to be sinful and come back to the Lord. It's going as though it's expected for everyone to be crooked. But I'm going to show you via the scriptures today that the pathway to excellence is the pathway of integrity. Say integrity. So integrity means to have a quality of being honest and having very high moral values. It's the quality of being whole, being whole, complete. Is the quality of being completely true. Being completely true. So I'm going to give you nine words that equals integrity, as I always do. Number one, honesty. 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 So the being honest is being a man or a woman of integrity. Number two, uprightness. Uprightness. 
So integrity is the same as what? Uprightness. Number three, honor. An honorable man is a man of integrity. Honor. Number four, morals. A man of integrity is a man of morals. Number five, value. A man of integrity is a man of value. Number six, decency. A man of integrity is a decent man. Please, are you getting the picture of the word integrity? Number seven, a man of integrity is a man of ethics. Ethics. And as I mentioned these words, you will see how scarce these type of people are out in the church. When you're looking for men and women who are ethical, moral, upright, honest, even amongst the brethren, it's difficult to find. Number eight, sincerity. A man of integrity is a man of sincerity. It will be a blessing here tonight. Number nine, trustworthy. God is looking out for people, you and I, to be trustworthy. So looking at all these nine words, it gives you a picture of who a man or a woman of integrity is. Another meaning of integrity is unity. Or completeness. So someone can send you a gift from US. Then he will ask you, oh, did, did the package come as I sent it? You say, oh yes, as you package it, that is how I received it. It means the integrity of the gift is intact. Are you here? Integrity is when you mean what you say and you say what you mean. You mean what you say and you say what you mean. It is the true mark of a discipled Christian. Integrity is the true mark of a discipled Christian. So the true mark of a matured Christian is that virtue called integrity. Say integrity. It is it is not a gift. <laughs> integrity is not a gift. You cannot receive integrity by the anointing. Hmm, I'm coming. Psalm 78, verse 70 to 72. Psalm 78, verse 70 to 72. So, God is going to show us one of the reasons why David's kingdom and David's life was so colorful. I pray that this teaching will change your life and pattern your life in 2020 on the path that only leads to excellence. The Bible said, and I read, he chose David also, his servant, 
and took him from the seafood. Move on. From following the eels, great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. Verse 72. He says, so he fed them according to the integrity of his heart. That was David. So David led the people according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. But we are having a lot of people in the church and in this world who are very skillful with their hands, but in their heart is the absence of integrity, sincerity, honesty, uprightness, ethical. This scripture shows us what made David's reign so powerful that he lost no battle because he was a man who fed the people with the integrity of his heart. It's a strong message for you and I, for your neighbor by you and your neighbor behind you. This is a strong message that we have to pattern our life and believe God and change to become men and women of honesty. If you and I become men and women of honesty, a lot of things that have gone wrong in our lives will, co will correct by themselves. Because now you are not hiding anything. You are not faking anything. You are who you are. You are whole. You are clean. You are, you are transparent. You are honest. You are sincere. Can I hear a big amen? He was a man who performed his task of leadership not with just the anointing, but he did it with the integrity of his heart. Let's look at 1 Kings chapter 9, verse 4 to 5. I want to finish today's message, so I will just fix to my notes. And if thou will walk before me. Now, God was speaking to Solomon. And he revealed an aspect of David to Solomon. And please look at this scripture very carefully. And if thou will walk before me as David thy father walked in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded thee and will keep my status and my judgment. Verse 5. Then I will establish the throne of thy kingdom. So just, you see, that subject, it, 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 it looks so kind of integrity. But when you walk in integrity of heart, God will bring kingdom establishment. You will be established on thrones you never prayed for. Because you have walked in the uprightness of your heart. May the Holy Ghost lead you into this path of integrity. Upon Israel forever. As I promised to David. So if you begin to become honest and sincere. You will walk in the promises of God. Yeah. As I promised to David thy father saying. There shall not fail thee a man 
upon the throne. So, though God has promised and prophesied to David that a man will not fail to sit on the throne from your house, there was a clause of condition. So, God was telling Solomon, Solo, if you will walk in the integrity that your father walked in and the uprightness that your father walked in towards me, I will establish your throne in Israel. Integrity is a powerful force. Integrity is a powerhouse for any believer. A man in integrity is a man who is protected from his enemies. God is telling Solomon that he, he is a, a God of integrity and any man that will worship and serve him and work for him must work out of the integrity of his heart. Follow the teaching. If, the, if Solomon, you will walk before me in the integrity of heart as David walked before me, I will even bless you more than I bless David. It means that integrity provokes God's blessings on our lives. If you are looking for God's blessings, become a man of virtue, a man of morals, a man of integrity, a man of honesty, a man of sincerity, a man who can be trustworthy. First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 17. First Chronicles chapter 29 verse 17. I know also my God that thou tryest the heart and has pleasure in uprightness. Look at what God takes pleasure in. Do you know what it means to take pleasure? Give me another version. He said, I know my God that you examine our hearts. So there is something God is continuously doing amongst the men on the surface of the earth is that he's always examining our hearts. God is always setting the heart of men. He's setting the deepest point of our heart. That is what he does. He said, I know, my God, that you examine our heart and rejoice when you find integrity there. The day God will be happy with you is the day he finds integrity in your heart. Yeah. I thought you are clapping. It's a clean English. He rejoices when he finds integrity in our heart. After he searches and he finds integrity, one of the battles you need to fight very early in your walk with God is that you will be who you are, you will be sincere, you will be honest, you will be a man of integrity. What you mean, you say, and what you say, you mean. Those are the kind of people God can push into glory. Yeah, because he can trust them. You know I have done all this with good motives. And I have watched your people offer their gift willingly and joyously. We see here one of God's constant activities 
amongst his people is setting the heart of men. Setting the heart of men. Setting the heart of men. If God should set our hearts now, what will he find there? Integrity, uprightness, virtue, ethics, morals. What will God find in your heart if he should open your heart now? In these 40 days of fasting, may the Lord give you a new heart, a heart of flesh that will work with the word of the Lord. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering in the house. May the Lord find integrity in our hearts. He said he examines the heart of men that he will find, he will only rejoice when he finds integrity there. A man of integrity is a faithful man who fears God. So when the fear of God comes together with faithfulness, it produces a man of integrity. Show me a man of integrity, I will show you a faithful man and I will show you a man who fears God. Nehemiah chapter 7 verse 2, let me show you something prophetically. May you begin to love eh, the uprightness walk with God. Walking with God in uprightness. The Bible said that, now Nehemiah was speaking, he said that I gave my brother Hanani and Hananiah, the ruler of the palace, charge over Jerusalem. Nehemiah gave position to his brother. So a president can give position to his brother. But this is the qualification. For he was a faithful man and feared God above many. So though he was his brother, he qualified. That was a man of integrity. Give me another version of that. He said, for he was a faithful man who feared God more than most. So a man walking in the fear of the Lord will take up positions above many others because they don't fear God. A man of integrity will walk in the corridors of power. May you walk in the corridors of power. I said, may you walk in the corridors of power. May you walk in the corridors of power. A man of integrity, a man of integrity will be made to sit amongst kings. Life is not a competition. It's a race set before you. Governed by the grace given on you. Build a life that will not cross under pressure. Build a life of integrity, uprightness. Are you following the teaching? It's very rare, rare to find believers who are sincere. Very spiritual people, but they are not sincere. We speak with tongues of angels, but we are not honest. So in church, brother is not talking to brother. Sister is not talking to sister. If you diagnose the problem, you will find out that there was a lack of sincerity in the transaction. 
Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Before we bind the witches and wizards, we must install the software of integrity in our hearts. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 9. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 9. The Bible says, He that walketh uprightly, walketh surely, but he that perverted his ways shall be known. Give me this version, ESV version of that. Quickly. He said, Whosoever walks in integrity walks securely. But he who makes his ways crooked he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. GNT version. Honest people are safe and secure. How many of you want to have friends who are honest? Hello? By you, are you honest? Me, hmm. I want a sincere friend. If you know you are not a sincere person, me, I cannot. You, are you sincere? We all want to be with safe people, but we are not safe ourselves. Honest people are safe and secure. Imagine you married a man who is honest. Imagine you marry a, a woman who is honest. You are safe and secure. But if you marry an, a dishonest man, your walls will be broken. Any stranger can invade your marriage. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Honest people are safe and secure. But the dishonest will be caught. You can never be dishonest forever. You will be caught. <laughs> The Bible, eh, we don't read the Bible. If we were critically studying the Bible, eh, our lives would be so beautiful. You cannot be dishonest forever. One day, it will, it, it, it will give you up. We'll be trying to trust, ah, now the intro. Intro, we won't draw. You. You will be caught. That's how the Bible, you, you, the dishonest will be caught. Straight up. The man of integrity has security around his life. He doesn't look back. He has not hidden anything. He doesn't have anything under his lips. When he sleeps, he sleeps. His mobile phone can be outside, he doesn't care. He can open his email and go to work and be okay. He is safe and secure. But men who have crooked ways shall soon be uncovered. Proverbs 11.3 May you not be a crooked guy or a crooked lady. The integrity of the upright shall guide them, 
but the perverseness of the transgressors shall destroy them. Sometimes the devil doesn't need to physically or obviously attack you. He will just deceive you to walk in the path of dishonesty because eventually your perverseness can destroy you. May the Lord deliver you from such a path. I said, may the Lord deliver us from such a path. In the name of Jesus, give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Lift up your right hand and say, in the name of Jesus, say in the name of Jesus, any spirit leading me on the path of dishonesty, say Holy Spirit, help me to overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The opposite of integrity is unfaithfulness. It's unfaithfulness or dishonesty. It's unfaithfulness or dishonesty. Integrity is wholeness of purpose, total honesty, a blameless approach to life. You see, it will take only disciplined people to become men of integrity. If all African leaders were men of integrity, Africa shouldn't be the way it is. We go for loans for projects and we don't do the project. We go for loans for heavy duty projects and we do little projects and we chop the money. Men of integrity don't do that. And the church is responsible for producing men of integrity. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the type of messages being preached in church is allowing people to go anywhere they want, live anyhow they want, become what they think they want to become, but there is a prototype of the righteous man. He must be a man of integrity. Give the Lord a mighty clap of friend. It's a heavy message. A man of integrity is a reliable man. Yes. MLZ. Reliable man. It's a man of integrity. It's a man of integrity. A reliable man. You can rely on. Can people rely on you? Ghana is the place where you see disappointment in high level with all artisans. None excluded. They can disappoint you. None. Fitter, mechanic, carpenter, plumber, masons, whatever. Same stress, those people. Disappointment. <laughs> they can disappoint you, but with strong assurance. <laughs> Are you following the teaching? May you be a different kind of believer. Yeah. And 
I'll show you that many people will not like you because you become a man or a woman of integrity. Yeah. I'll show you. Proverbs 29.10. See, now people say, there are no marriable ladies in the church. There are no marriable men in the church. Do you know what you are trying to say? There are no men of integrity and there are no women of integrity. What is the problem? Is the type of messages they preach to us. Yeah. Because to bet integrity is not laying on of us. No. <laughs> it's a virtue. It's a value. You build it over time. So you don't do impartation. Take integrity. No, you don't, you don't do that. It doesn't work. I give you my integrity. Hmm? Give me the ESV version of this. Blood testing men hate one who is blameless and seek the life of the upright. <laughs> Live your life well. Don't be careless. Don't walk with blood testing people, ungodly people. Whilst you think you are the only one standing there, you are trying to convince all of them, they can kill you. It's Bible. Blood testing men hate one who is blameless and seek the life of the upright. So the fact that you are upright doesn't mean that you can go where you can go, you want to go. No. Blood testing men are looking for you. If you stand for the Lord, they will come for you. They will come after you, but God will deliver you from all their weapons. In the name of Jesus. Not everyone will love you for being a man of integrity. Not everyone, not every woman will love you for being a woman of integrity. A woman who says what she means and means what she says. A man who says what he means and means what he says. Not everyone will like you. Men of integrity have few friends. Hello? Yeah. God will protect the upright, but it doesn't mean that the upright won't have enemies. You will have enemies, but the Lord will protect you. Integrity doesn't guarantee an easy road in life. Integrity doesn't guarantee an easy road in life. Integrity doesn't guarantee an easy road in life. No. It will be tested at every face. A man of integrity will go through. Look at Joseph. Look at what he went through. At every phase of his life, his integrity was tested. When he was in the pit, he could have cursed all his brothers. Because he knows he's going to die. To go you say He knows that he was going to die. So, and you see, he saw them planning, plan his funeral. They killed a lamb, put the blood in his cloth. They are going to announce that lions have chewed him. How? Your own brothers. He would have cursed them. 
even when he landed in prison, he would have been cursing them that my own brothers, look at where they brought me. A man of integrity may not have life easy, but he will have a worthy life to live. Integrity is a combination of three characters. You are getting into the meat of the message. It's a combination of three characters. Number one, honesty. Number two, dependability. And number three, purity of motive. Honesty. Dependability. Can I depend on you as a church member? Dependability. Honesty, dependability, and the purity of motives. Purity of motives. There are too many guys in the church proposing to women when they don't mean it. Dishonesty. It's not about the anointing. Anointing cannot function on dishonest men. That is why when Samuel prophesied to Saul, he said that before the prophecies and the anointing that have poured on you will manifest, you will be turned into another man. And that is when the anointing and the prophetic word I've declared on you will manifest. I think 1 Samuel chapter 10 verses. It's not part of the news, but I think it's there. He said, and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. So, integrity is made up of honesty. How honest are you? How honest are you? I mean, I saw a picture where they showed, uh, is it Kotoka, seen off in Kuma? By the time he came back, came back he has overthrown him. Some people are close to you, but they are not honest. I'm more to test. I'm more time. May the Lord deliver you from such men. Yeah. Dependability, purity of motives, purity of motives, purity of motives. May your promotion be an honest promotion. Yeah. May the testimonies you share be honest testimonies. Don't go and sleep with some politician and you get a car and you bring it. You fool your pastor. You fool the church. Then I'm sharing testimony that is decayed. And I'm giving testimony. The last time I prophesied, and a young girl, 21 years, the Lord gave her a car. And that car is worth $150,000. And I'm sharing a fake testimony. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's your sugar daddy that is paying your rent, giving you salary for what work? Give the Lord a clap offering. 
Then after all this, you are looking for a husband to marry. You are not <laughs> you are not a woman of integrity. You may not get a man of integrity. Yeah. So you see marriages are struggling because dishonest men marry dishonest women. You get a dishonest marriage. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Is that how you can clap? We cannot be screaming in church every day. When you scream and the wall of Jericho comes down, you don't continue to scream. You take over the land. You possess the land. You go kill. You go dislodge. But most of us, we keep shouting. The wall is down. You are still shouting. And this is how you possess by becoming a man and a woman of integrity. Give the Lord a good clap offering. May your words be dependable. May your motives in your actions be pure. Yeah. May your motives in your with, with in your actions be pure. Yeah. I will say something later, not now. I'll jump the gun. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7. ESV version. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7. Am I blessing you? Yeah. We need to be real. There are a lot of fake Christians, brothers who are fake. You are laughing with them, but they are destroying you somewhere. They hold the mic, they speak gradually. But they are dishonest people. For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Another version. God did not call us to live in immorality, but in holiness. Ah, I like that one. I never saw it in my preparation. God, this is New Testament, apostle of grace, writing. <laughs> Paul, writing the church to the church of Thessalonica. And they are Christians in the church. And he said, God did not call us to live to live in immorality but in holiness. Argue it and let me see. Come, theologians, come. Let's talk. This is not Elijah speaking. This is not Moses speaking. This is Apostle Paul. The writer on grace. God did not call us to live in immorality but in holiness. Four hallmarks or four cardinal marks of integrity and we close. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Number one. Number one. You know, this message was prepared in 2013. So, in this morning, as I was searching for the scriptures, 
I was looking for the word to preach. And I remembered that there is a message on integrity I have not preached. And the Holy Ghost said, search for it. So imagine my books. They are these books, they are about 60. But by the grace of God, when I opened the faith one, I opened few pages and I saw the message. Say, God is in this message. Give the Lord a mighty clap of faith. 2013. 2013. Number one. Integrity means telling the truth even when it hurts. Integrity. So you are seeing Pastor Prince there. You have many friends. Telling the truth even when it hurts. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 22. Proverbs chapter 12 verse 22. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord. But they that deal truly are his delight. ESV version. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. But those who act faithfully are his delight. GNT version. I want you to see. He said, the Lord hates liars. <laughs> hey. So God doesn't love everyone. The Bible, eh? if you want to chop your bad, you get scriptures to back it. If you want to live upright, you get your scriptures. God hates liars. He doesn't, oh, do so. God loves liars, but he hates lying. No. <laughs> God loves liars, but it's lying. That's not what the Bible is saying. Say, the Lord hates liars. Anytime I lie, I feel like I've killed somebody. Because every liar is a murderer. You didn't kill with knife, but you have murdered by lying. God hates liars, but is pleased with those who keep their words. This is the first hallmark of integrity. A man of integrity doesn't live a lying life because the father of all liars is the devil. So stop lying, child of God. Stop lying. Simple message. I'm not going to speak grammar. Stop. Tell somebody, stop lying. Oh, tell the... Tell yourself, mention your name and say, stop lying. Say, Jack, 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 stop lying from today. <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Stop lying. Stop, stop the lies. It will help you. <laughs> Some people can lie. You lie even when you are going to marry. You lie to your pastor. You lie. You go and take the person. The person is in the world. Though. Then you come and lie. When you say Pentecost, Pentecost, or call Pentecost. It doesn't go anywhere. But because you are being dishonest, you get a dishonest husband. 
and you get a dishonest marriage. Because you beget who you are. So become a woman of integrity and you will beget a man of integrity. You shall speak the truth even when it hurts you and others. When you try to cover a truth, you might lose your integrity soon. You lie, it will be covered. Something will be covered. Something will be covered. But lies will not endure forever. Remember, we do not pray for integrity. I never saw David pray that prayer. But God saw integrity in his heart. He committed to something. David didn't know how to lie. When he saw a beautiful woman, he said, this is a beautiful woman. When he killed somebody's husband, he went to God and said, I've killed. I beg, forgive me. Take not away your spirit from me. Revive and renew in me the right spirit. He did it. You've sinned. You've come to church. Pray for forgiveness to your hands and your pocket. You have seen opportunity have been given to you in three minutes to ask God for forgiveness. David went into fasting and prayer in ashes. You. Integrity is built over time. It's a hard work. So when I saw what the lady did to that man, I bled in my heart. I'm like, no. No. Build that thing over time. Integrity. You don't fast and pray for it. You commit to living a certain life. And one of the lifestyle you can commit to build integrity is speaking the truth at all times. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Sometimes it's forever. But even to recover it, it takes a long time. Yeah. The worth of a man is the worth of his integrity. When you go to the market, eh, and you go to the market, and there are certain types of phone, and there you see iPhones, and somebody says, choose a phone, I will pay. Which one will you choose? You go to the market, somebody, maybe I tell why you follow me? I'm taking you to two showrooms. Benz and Tata. Where would you say we should go? <laughs> you need to ask yourself, are you a Benz or are you a Tata? <laughs> I'm a Benzo. <laughs> Give the Lord a good clap offering. 
not to get it, Christ can be over years. The truth might even hurt you by speaking. You will have many enemies for speaking the truth at all times. Galatians chapter 4 verse 16. Look at Paul. Paul was asking the church. Galatians chapter 4 verse 16. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Sometimes eh, your, your church members become enemies to you because you speak the truth. You will have many people around you. These are his church members. And he will not make this comment if he has not had gossips around. And people making certain comments. Yeah. You think pastors don't hear what you say? Pastor Paul heard it. And he stood before the church. He was asking, so have I become an enemy to you because I'm telling you the truth? When you speak the truth, you will have many enemies, but they can never prevail over you. I thought you were clapping. <laughs> a man of integrity is a man of honest report. Matthew 5.37. Matthew 5.37. He's a man of integrity. He's a man of honest report. But let your communication be yeah, yeah, and nay, nay. You have too many fake friends. Or any, that's why you are not going forward. Though. They can't tell you the truth. They can't tell you the truth. They can't tell you. You need people around you who will tell you, say, Ima, 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 Ima. No, 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 no. No. What you have done is wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. You need, we don't like people like that. That is our problem. We like fake people around us. Why your makeup? Your face looks like a corpse. Then your, your beloved will say, hey, they have seen another version of you. It's, you look like a corpse. <laughs> we like people who will say, what's your combination? A man with a pink, green shoe, white socks. I said Michael Jackson. Oh, but they say Charlie won't say her crowd. Won't say her crowd. Hey, oh, Charlie, you've done some wild combination. Charlie, you are you are very fascinable. Oh, I just felt like. When I just woke up, I felt that I should wear. Tell the person is looking like the flag of Malawi. <laughs> you are looking like the flag of Malawi, my brother. I love you, but Charlie. And then they went to free. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The word is sweet. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Ubeko weddings be na best man. Who best man You are wondering what was in their head when they saw their best man dressing like that. Bushy hair, some trousers, the trousers is hanging. Topio Joe. Oh wedding. 
you do? Why sauce? Black shoe. That's why I said, if I catch any of you with this Al-Qaeda beer, you, 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 you go say, so. oh, Pastor, I mean, I mean, I've been having bombs. And hey, you trim it, let it be there. Don't, don't, don't bring this thing. We don't want to look like mocks. Ufa say, Ufa say, hey. Is that it? You, number two. Integrity means keeping a promise. Keeping a promise. Keeping a promise. Keeping a promise. Keeping a promise you have made. Keeping a promise. Psalm 15 verse 1 to 4. Psalm 15 verse 1 to 4. Lord, you shall abide in thy tabernacle. Who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? Watch the scriptures. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. Let's look at the verse 2 again. He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. Verse 3. He that by by batteth not. Give me another version. GNT. And who do not slander others, they do no wrong to their friends nor spread rumors about their neighbors. Verse 4. They despise those whom God rejects, but honor those who obey the Lord. They always do what they promise, no matter how much it may cost them. That is a man of integrity. No matter what it will cost them, they will do as they have promised. I want you to ask yourself, are you a woman or a man of integrity? To do what you have promised, no matter what it will cost you. That is what it means that for Jesus to say, if any man will come after me. Look, that word integrity is not a carnal word though. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Carry his cross and follow me. At any cost, whatever we have promised, we have to do it as men and women of integrity. You must be able to keep your promise you make to God and to your fellow men. Any promise you make to anyone, Husband to wife, wife to husband, friend to friend, employee to employers, employers to employee. One of the wicked people in Ghana are employers. They won't pay your SNIT. They won't pay this. They will increase your salary. They will pay. You see a graduate paid, paid 700. What are you using 700 for? The last time I saw a news, they said you need about 1,450 average to live an average life in Ghana in a month. Some employers are wicked. But on the interview day, so many promises. Oh, after three months, we will double your salary. We'll give you this. We'll give you clothing allowance. We'll do this. We'll do it. When the time comes, they'll start giving you the, the, the auditors have not declared any profit. So, 
Uh, yeah, so what? A man of integrity keeps his promise. And this is the part you must listen to very well. This part. Listen to this number two very well. When you sign a contract, you should stand by it. That is a man of integrity. We are, we, 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 we there are many, many, we, 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 they are lack, we, we lack them in the church. Christians who sign contracts, they don't do their part. Spirit filled. They are not men of integrity. May the Lord find a man of integrity in you. When you take a loan, Make sure you service the loan. When you take money, when you borrow money from your neighbor in the church, make sure you pay. Stop passing here when you see him. Stop passing here when you see him. And when he asks you for it, you frown your face. And you go and tell people, ah, this guy is a very bush girl, small money. I mean, the, 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 the last time I was very embarrassed. I met one woman, he said, a lady had come for some things from her and the lady is in our church. I said, which girl? He said, the, the, the lady is in your church. And he's owing as you pay. And I, we told her that we we'll come and tell your pastor. I said, go and tell him. He said, that is a child of God who doesn't have integrity. Yeah. And most of us are like that. You owe people, when they call you, you off, their, off your phone. You block their numbers. You block it. You are not a man or a woman of integrity. You are not a man or a woman of integrity. When you pledge to church or to anyone redeem your pledge because you are a man or a woman of integrity. When you set an appointment, be there as scheduled. Oh, meet me at one. They are there to three. Wedding. Those of you who are here to do your wedding, please. This is the truth. If you come late, I'm angry with you. But I won't tell you, but I'm angry. So note it. I'll be smiling. You see, your face can smile, but your heart is angry. <laughs> so just know it. Eh? So if it is 11, the man must be here 10.30. You should be here 5 to 11. We do our ceremony, then we go home. Yeah. If you set your time, mark it, match it. Let people know that this is somebody... Who does not joke with his time? It's a man of integrity. When you say marriage vows to someone, stand by your vows. Now, how can I develop the character of keeping my promises? I think that is where everybody is interested in. Yeah, how? Pastor, you say, eh, if I take money, I should pay. 
How do I keep my pro- How do I develop the character? Six ways to develop a character that can keep your promises. Number one, watch your words. If you want to keep, you want to be a man who keeps his promises, watch, number one, watch your words. Don't be loose in your talking. Watch your words. I'll tell you something after sharing this six. Number two, make fewer promises. Make fewer promises. Make fewer promises. When God was writing a letter to mankind, giving it to Moses, how many sentences did he write? Ten. To over three million people, God gave ten commandments. You. Or You see, when Joseph was coming, he said, This is the dreamer. Make fewer promises. Number three. If you can't, don't say anything. Please take this. It will change you. How to keep your promises. Watch your words, number one. Make fewer promises, number two. If you cannot, don't say anything. Number four, if you don't know, say you don't know. Hello? If you don't know, say you don't know. And that is what people don't like. But you you want to be a man who keeps his promises. A promise you cannot keep. Don't give it out. A vow you cannot keep. Don't give it out. You are going to promise to this, uh, uh, propose to this lady. You know in the deepest of heart, it's only sex that you want. Not marriage. And you go and tell the woman you want to marry her. You are a man of this dishonesty. Insincere. If you can't, don't say anything. If you don't know, say you don't know. Nobody will catch you. Man, Okay, uh, so they call you. Uh, I need some help in GRE. Oh, uh, I know a friend. My mate, be, he's there. You, I'll call somebody right now. And you give me three days. I'll get, you, you, you don't know anybody. You know, you, you, you even forget. We're people. Because who can by heart? Bosheba. Even when God called Abraham, he gave him only five promises. <laughs> you, you meet a man and give him over 100 promises. I'll polish your shoe. I'll title your belt. I'll iron your dress. I'll wash your this. I'll, hey, 
I'll be the sun in your room. I'll be the stars. Hey! Take your time. The last one. No, last but one. Avoid rash promises. Avoid rash promises. Avoid rash promises. Don't be hasty in making promises. Don't be hasty in making promises. Don't be hasty. The last time a couple came to church and they said, they have been coming. I mean, when they came the first time and I met them, they said, oh, they are visiting. Then when I called them, they said, oh, they are studying the church. Then I said, yes, that is it. You don't just join a church because a church is your life wire in your Christian work. And when you join a church, you have responsibilities, commitment, and 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 what? And duties. It took them two months, Ima. Two months after 31st night, they walked to me and said, Pastor, your church, awesome church, wonderful work, organization, order is not occasional, it's a lifestyle. We are joining the church. Yeah. It is better. Than the one who say, I want to be a member. You never see them. They are quick and hasty to make promises and they never feel it. Now, the, the, the last one is learn to say no. Learn to say no. It is my speciality. I think I can't go to the other two. I, I can't go to the other two. But that two, two would have helped. If you give me 15 minutes, I'll do that. But I remember one time I went to see my father, Pastor Kujuen, who we were talking as usual, and he made a comment. You cannot build your church. No. Guest preachers cannot build your church for you. That was what he said. Guest preachers cannot build your church for you. And that was what I carried from his office. When I came home, I began to pray. I began to pray in tongues. And God said, stop moving around and sit in carries. Feed my people. And whatever blessing you think you will get out there, when you feed my people, I'll give it to you. So from then, I began bouncing preaching. You invite me, uncle. You invite me, I'll tell you, uncle. They got angry with me. They say I'm a proud guy. I am this, I am that. But look, I, have followed, I was following an instruction. Yeah. I knew how to say no. Even last week, two very honorable people. I said no. And no is no. You can say whatever you want. It's no. Learn to say no. Sometimes it's hard to say no. People brought people. Uh, they want to marry. Yes, yes. I said no. It's no. Say what you want to say. No, you do. I say it's no. 
Somebody says, oh, my friend has seen a lady in this church and you know the church, so can you get us information? I say, no, I don't do that. It was very close. I said, no, no, I can't do that. It's no. Fine. Some of you, eh, the reason you are where you are is that you want everybody to see that you are good, you are the Messiah, you are better than Jesus Christ. If you are a man pleaser, you cannot serve God. Learn to say no. You want to call me when I'm preparing message for Sunday. Sunday, I won't pick. You want to meet me at times that no, I won't go. You can describe all that you want to describe. I don't care. It doesn't affect the rock. Learn to say no. If you want to keep your promises, don't take yokes on your neck that you cannot fulfill. Yes. Say no. And no doesn't make you say, let your yea be yea. Matthew chapter 5 verse 37. Let your yea be yea. He said, but let your communication be yea, yea, nay, nay. So an answer of no is still acceptable. Give me another verse. Maybe the name, name, no more, more, more. I said, just say yes or no. Anything else you say comes from the evil one. So, Motro Mojono is a language from evil. If you are hot, be hot. If you are cold, be cold. That's why I saw that even being cold sometimes is a blessing. Because if you are like this, God will vomit you out. If you are cold, God will revive you. So to keep your promise, because God is a promise-keeping God, we have his nature as his righteousness. So we must be people, how if Christians cannot keep their promises, who are those to keep promises? If church members, in the year of excellence, keep your words. The last one. I won't do this, I will do the last one. Let me skip and do that. I want to do the last one. Integrity means forgiving when you have the right to hold on to a grudge. Forgiving when you have the right to hold on to a grudge. Some people have crossed into 2020 with offenses of 2019, 2018, 2017. How do you expect to become a new person? How do you pray for divine speed when you are carrying loads from 2019? You are praying for divine speed but you are carrying loads of fences. A man of integrity is not like that. You cannot move into your tomorrow if you are carrying your yesterday's baggage. You cannot. Why? I don't understand. Why are you carrying it? Nobody will buy it. <laughs> There's no value for it in the kingdom of light. 
It only has value in the kingdom of darkness. And it gives a strong hold, a strong weapon. In fact, it's a weapon of the devil. Why are you carrying it? What are you doing with a bomb in your bag if you want to leave? Matthew 9, 17. Let me push it in 10 minutes, I'm done. Neither do men put new wine. We don't put new wine in old wine skin. You are carrying old wine skin into 2020. You can't get that miracle you are believing God for. You can't. God will not put new wine in an old wine skin. He will not. So we will pray and pray and pray because you, 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 God will not bless an unforgiving man. He has no blessing for a man who is walking in unforgiveness and bitterness. He can't. If, 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 if this year will be great for you, you must master the art of forgiving even when you have the right to hold on to the grudge. I thought you were clapping. I want to remind you of some truth. Firstly, you must forgive because God has already forgiven you of your sins. Ephesians 4.32 You must forgive because God has already forgiven you of your sins. And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Secondly, you are to forgive because you promise God you would forgive others. Pastor, where did I promise? I have not met God to forgive. Oh, Pastor, me, I have not, I've, I've not promised God that I will forgive everything. Really? Our Father, let's continue. Louder. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Loud, loud. Mm-hmm. 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 It's okay. It's okay. You, you, you've promised God. You've promised God you will forgive others because he has forgiven you. You didn't promise man. If you don't fear man, I don't think you don't fear God. Forgiveness is the mark of a man of integrity. You are to forgive because bitterness destroys and forgiveness sets you free. Yeah. It will set you free. Forgiveness will keep you in bondage. Hey, unforgiveness will keep you in bondage. Forgiveness will let you lose into the promises of God. If you want to remain in prison, if you want to remain in obscurity, if you want to remain at the backside of the world, if you want to be the tail and not the head, continue to walk in unforgiveness. But if you want to be the head and not the tail, forgive even before people come to make confession. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I want you to rise up. I want you to rise up and pray in three minutes. Pray in three minutes. Pray in three minutes. That grace. Everything we are is a function of grace. Pray that God will release grace. 
Tiakata Bandi Mikese Wakimala Koshandia Brenga Namashataka Grace Grace to live an upright life Grace for God has not called us to live in immorality but in holiness pray for grace pray for grace pray for grace for uprightness pray for grace that the word of God will have its way in our lives as we wait on the Lord may we mount up with wings for 2020 in the name of Jesus, may we be transparent, children of God. In Talabakazakatai, may we be honest people before the Lord. In In One minute more, pray. In Marakatakaya Marekoto Hosanda Marapaniko Sandini Gantabaha In Palalalaba Sandalabababa In Palabalabababa Sandalabababa Antalabababa Sandalabababa In Palalalaba Sayakaya Dalaba Ampalelo Zebrekaluantaba In Palalalaba Grace Grace to live for the Lord in the la ba 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 ba. that we will not just speak in tongues but we will be living epistles we will be the manifestation of the word we will be the word made flesh in our families in our communities in this corrupt world may the lord give us the grace to be honest people to be dependable people to be pure in our motives in the name of Jesus as we walk through 2020 may this word may this word be our cardinal force in the name of Jesus begin to thank God lift your two hands and thank you It's unfortunate I couldn't deal with the third one, but with this three, the fourth one, but with this three, with this message. Go get the message for free. Put it on your phone. Or you go back, you go on Facebook and listen to the message again. Soak the message and let something change about you. If you have been blessed, give the Lord a good clap of hands.